Hello, hello, hello you guys. I have missed you. I missed an episode last week and absolutely the guilt was killing me. But I really could not do it. I was sick at that time. I ended up losing my voice and that made it absolutely impossible for me to record an episode. But that's okay. We're here today for episode 4 of season 2 of the Mental Minefield podcast. Welcome. I am your host Lily Waitaka and today's episode is something that I am still learning. I am still navigating and you know along the way this is what I've come to I guess pick up. I came to realize that I have shrunk myself and suppressed my energy for far too long and my presence for far too long. And I guess the best part about it was I could feel it in a physical sense and that's why um I caught on to it. How I don't allow myself to take up room, to take up my space. and not in a way to be overbearing or to invade other people's sense of being either not at all but to boldly occupy my own space and it's something i've noticed by how i speak how i apologize for absolutely everything and <laughs> how i also overcompensate when i'm wrong i'll go above and beyond to apologize to prove that whatever i did was not ill intended to the point it gets exhausting to myself plus the limiting belief that has run my life for so long which is how other people seem according to me other people deserve to be themselves but that never seems to apply to myself and if you hear that my voice is a bit shaky i still have a cold i had tonsillitis so my voice is still a little bit shaky but that's okay so i noticed or do you ever seem to notice that when you love someone or even when you don't know someone that much or when you have a person that's constantly around your life we set them on a certain pedestal almost as though they aren't human We hold them in a higher regard, sort of like a demigod. We expect so much more from them and we also give them space to absolutely thrive and be themselves. And most of the time when they make a mistake, it's so shocking to us because of the standards that we hold them to. But we do allow them to, you know, um redeem themselves. But do we accord the same grace to ourselves? Rarely. So, I have noticed that there are certain people I can say I have met. And the first thing that I noticed about them is how present they were. How their sense of self could be felt down to how they laughed. They just look so comfortable in their own skin, their own physical form, their own bodies, their own ideas and opinions, no matter how outlandish they might be. They seem very aware or sure of themselves and that's something i am working on to be quite literally what people would say is an unapologetic version of myself i want to give myself a space to not be limited or restrained by my own mind my own thoughts 
my own limiting beliefs and i was asking myself so how do i do that i'd say the first thing i've noticed is being present that makes such a huge difference whenever we are self doubting or self sabotaging or in that state you will notice that our thoughts are constantly running wild and typically we are in our heads a little bit too much so let me give you an example have you ever been on a fast date whether it's a platonic partner or a romantic date it doesn't really matter and when you go back home you can barely remember the date not because it was horrible or anything of the sort but because most of the entire time you are over analyzing everything about yourself and about the date how does he think i look are my rolls showing is my foundation intact do i have food in my teeth am i smiling too much am i smiling not too much <laughs> did i answer his question right did i even answer his question to the point you can't even experience someone else because it's as though you are reflecting yourself on everyone all those insecurities in your head you are reflecting them on them so you think that the other person is thinking all these things about you such that it's as though you are on a date with your own mind and your own thoughts and you're using them as emotional validation and it's funny because we base our whole personality on someone you've only met once that person may not talk to you again because maybe 99% of the time you were not present and that can be felt and you go ahead and you base your entire personality on someone that you've met once you want to change yourself you want to be this or that or this or that to someone who has no idea who you are but you want to be anyone else but yourself and it becomes an obsession with basing our value on what someone else thinks about us and honestly that's a form of self-loathing and self-harm because it's one of the worst rabbit holes you can get yourself into where your value becomes tied to what the other person thinks about you so you enter your date and maybe they don't tell you that your dress looks nice so the entire time you think oh my goodness i would have worn a blazer instead because they didn't say that my dress looks nice but if you know your dress looks nice you really don't need that external validation from the other person to an extent where it's crippling you from experiencing them and that's why being present is so important because the next time you're meeting someone new, new people, a new group of friends in an interview, you're on a networking event or simply just another date. Take a deep breath. What I do is I find a focal point or something that I can ground myself with. So you can locate a certain thing in the room, maybe a painting or a certain wall that has a different color or just something very unique. and you tell yourself consciously that every time your mind lands on that spot in the room sorry your eyes land on that spot in the room it's a reminder to slow down and to be present and to take a deep breath what happens is you're able to give yourself room 
to actually respond in real time and be in touch with reality. And automatically your nervous system starts to relax. You take in the surrounding and you realize, I can do this. This is not rocket science. I can hold this conversation. And if I say something silly or if I don't know what they're talking about, it's not the end of the world. It's not life or death. They are human beings like we are. And they won't eat you. (laughs) Even if you fumble your words or you say something that's maybe out of context, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. And when you are present, it's easier to flow with people. It's easier to be responsive, to know when to pause, to know when to listen, and to go home and remember the experience and remember it for what it was. And to allow yourself to just be. To be who you are. Because many of the times we go to places, we try to mirror the other people we try to accommodate them in such a way that however their personality is we will automatically curate a personality that blends with theirs so if you meet someone who is quite outspoken naturally you might decide to be a little more quieter and that's okay but then there are also moments where we absolutely shrink ourselves when we are in the presence of other people and we don't allow ourselves to be so you are an outgoing person and you like to speak but when you go to people you have to change your personality and be quiet why allow yourself to take up space be bold and if that's not your personality maybe you are a quite um understated person you don't like to speak too much that's okay you can go and you can mingle with people within your own boundaries you don't have to lose your own values or overstep your boundaries and i think the thing about being yourself and allowing yourself to take up a room is that you have to understand who you are what what your values are what are your boundaries it makes it so much easier to not get caught up in so much that you forget yourself and thank you so much for listening to this podcast Follow me on my Instagram page, The Mental Mindful Podcast, or my own personal page, Flying Mongoose. So thank you so much for listening again, and see you next time. Bye. Adios.